And greetings, everybody. Welcome to the podcast commentary for Dixie Stenberg, episode 38, The Unexpected Arrival. I am your host, Seth Adam Schur, and with me, as always, is my assistant director, Jim Hamilton. Say hello. 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 And, as always, our fantabulous writer, Mr. Jeffrey Bridges. Say hello. Hello, hello. Tonight's episode, The hello. Unexpected Arrival. When we last left our hero, Dixie Stenberg... And let's all be quiet. Yeah, this one... <laughs> this one's yet another jump in time. He and Dixie were married. Yeah. Hmm. Much fanfare and celebration amongst their fellow members of Brassy Battalion. There's one more of those coming. Okay, uh, what is it, like 40 or somewhere in there, I think? Something like that. 40, 41. Well, this was part of the, uh, in the original plan that, um, I don't remember what the, the last jump was, 36? Uh, so from 36 and 37, um, yeah. that would have originally, in my very first original plan, have been an entire season by itself. But when I was writing them is when I discovered that what you heard in those episodes was all of the story that there really was for that. That was, you know, really pertinent. And putting more in, you know, would have just dragged things out. I mean, the battalion was shut down. What else was going to be, you know, happening? It would have just been a lot of padding. So uh, that's when I made the decision to just, you know, uh, cut it ahead to the next, you know, actual important part of the story where you pick up again. And that's, you know, how we got to the, the, the show ending at episode 50, so... Now, hold on a minute. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yes. And I love Renee's work for this one. And being able to converse with her yet again. Thank you. I, I'm terribly amused by the whole concept of the script being a character. <laughs> I just love the skipping record sound. Or the needle scratch sound. Any chance to use it, I can get. <laughs> yeah, Dixie gets the uh, the best there, the best of both worlds. She gets the baby, but doesn't have to go through it, you know. At least not in the show. <laughs> what, you didn't want to detail that part in the show? That, it actually isn't have anything to do that I didn't want to, but, you know, Dixie as a character, I'm sure, would be more than happy to be able to pass that up, so. Sure. <laughs> I love that little play there. With Galen Stenberg. Perfect. Thank you for making the generic baby sound sound so great, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> she did that so well. She never thought she wanted, and which she was sure she was doomed to fail at. You can say that again. Like anything Dixie Stenberg put her mind I still have, like, two baby cues that I keep reusing. I think I actually kind of... They're the same ones for the Scouts uh, Eddie twins. Of course not, Dixie. But Eriquest still needed a... Reusable babies! <laughs> a new Umket device. <laughs> Recycle your children, don't throw them out. or stay. Uncle Unket would be that sad if you did. But the decision was made easier by Thomas, who, ever the gentleman, put Dixie's mind at ease. Tommy? No, I don't want to marry. I don't want someone else raising our child. 
Well, if that's how you feel... He needs to be raised by his parents. I understand. It's just... So, In an airplane. He's so forward-thinking. In an airplane. Of course. But, 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 but people will say that men can't do that. Ugh, and people say women can't fly planes. They can all stop the hell off. You're the most amazing man I've ever known. <laughs> and you curse so well. For the shippers. And Oscar knows that too. He's my boy. How can I leave him? You're not leaving him. Right next to Aeroquest. You will see us both every night. You would do that for ah, me? Listening to the episode. Sorry. Yeah, we're supposed to be commenting. Um, any comments? Comments. Hmm. I like this episode. Uh, Hooray! This episode was quite well done. The last thing I did was that cover with the I like Seth and Jeffrey. I don't want to see that talent Aw, shucks. You don't say. I mean, you don't say. I did say. And yes, that was in stereo. <laughs> the plain sound in stereo. More to come. That, there's another one. Yeah, I'm not sure how this is going to go over with with folks, you know, the opening there and, and the development of it. So I don't know, a lot of people might think that, you know, this will be the moment where they'll be like, oh, that's when the show went all downhill. But, you know, it was always the plan, so we'll see how it goes. Wait, you plan for the show to go downhill? Ooh, tell me more. I kid, I kid. I'm never giving myself lines that long ever again. God. So hard to keep that voice going for that long. so great, whose expertise is so phenomenal. Why, he makes the rest of us look like mere plebes in comparison. He said plebes. Plebes, you say? Oh, man. Yes, plebes. Well, that is what all of humanity is next to the superior intellectual might of... How much time do you spend mixing these, Jim? And how much time do you spend just guffawing at all the lines? You know, that's probably what takes the longest time about doing both the commercial and the end credits is uh, listening to the different line reads uh, over and over again and seeing which one makes me chuckle the most. I think. As far as how long it takes, um, yeah. Uh, like we've stated before, I usually mix uh, two scenes, and I can get them done in like a day's worth of work. Nice. nice. Yeah, it's a lot quicker than what it used to be. When I first started, it would take me a few sessions to get it really drilled in, and now it's like one session, I sit down, nail it out, send it to Seth. He's like, I love it, Jim, and I'm like, cool. I'm a yeah, pro very, now. Very, very few times, <laughs> you mean you weren't a pro before? Speaking of the, pros, the 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 hoopoo yeah. pack. Okay, I've forgotten. Happy Hoopoo, homogenized <laughs> clay pack. <laughs> yeah. Almost a tongue twister there. Thank you for that. That's the Where funny thing about this episode, too, 
is all the different ways that word gets pronounced. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, sending the pronunciation guide. Yeah, well, there was the hoopoo. It's a real, it's a real word. I didn't make it up, but no, there was this commercial for um, you know, it was like for an actual uh, uh clay pack or whatever, and um, I don't remember. There was something that got me thinking of how you know how could I twist this one and make it funnier. And I thought, well, what if it was made out of, you know, uh, bird leavings? That's pretty hilarious. Because that's how my 12-year-old brain, you know, works. And um, I don't remember. I was I was on Wikipedia, I think, and I was doing a bunch of research into um, different birds and things like that to, you know, see if I could come up with anything. And I saw in there hoopoo, which is a, a you know, it's like an entire type of bird. There's like a bunch of them. Um, and it's spelled H-O-O-P-O-E. It looks like hoopo, but it's pronounced hoopoo. And that just, there was no way I could pass that up. But, I mean, it's got poo right in the name. Come on. It's perfect. That's, so. that's something else I thought was really funny as well. Considering the way it's spelled, you would think that it would be mispronounced hoopo, like you said. Right. But nobody pronounced it that way. They pronounced it every other way. <laughs> it's like ho-poo, hoopoo, hopo. Which, like anything else on this show, it made me laugh. It's going in there. And yes, this this uh, this part when I first heard it, uh, actually, it still makes me go, yeah. <laughs> I have to say, when, me go, <laughs> when I read the script, I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going to gross you guys out. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> My job here is finished. <laughs> and a great performance by M doing the uh, slowly burning face uh, sound. Yeah. I was just going to compliment her a little while ago. Well, I started, started to. Uh, talk about well, somebody who's a now? pro. Talk about somebody who's a pro. Um, she always does a really good job. Uh, she always gives me a bunch Absolutely. of different performances on almost every line. Um, not to self-promote, but uh, I recently did sound on a short film, and uh, there was some sounds missing. And first person I thought of to call was her, and she had the sounds to me within ten minutes. And they were perfect. So Such kudos a to you, Anne. She's bound for mighty things. Because she is mighty. The mighty M. Okay, I sense a Halloween costume in that. <laughs> he said so. You do him quite well, too, there, Jim. Rephrase. Hmm? <laughs> He's got a very fun voice to do, to be honest. Uh, it's always fun to talk like him! Oh, <laughs> 
Great job there, Em. Great job. And great job there, Jim. Great job. Thank you, brother. Uncle Unket is proud of you, Jim. <laughs> Thank you, Uncle Unket. <laughs> you guys are loopy. <laughs> Bit giggly as well. Always interesting to hear Cat as non-dice. To hear where it all came from. I'm only blue with the goo. It was a play on words. You. These two together are just gold, anyway. I like you. Billingsley and Brenny. This ice fortress is such a comedy of errors. Oh yes, thank you for the the the. The cold environment for me to do, Jeffrey. Thank you for <laughs> more locations. You're welcome. But I am not. What are you saying? I'm saying there's nothing left for me. There's another really fun character to listen to. Billingsley never gets old. Oh yeah. Believe it or not, it was harder than I thought to find uh, footstep sounds of crunching and snow. Mm. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> there was like I had like one cue, and it was it was okay. Which moment? The one where Scar is a laughing stock, or the one where it's a laughing stock without the services of one Reginald T. Billingsley Esquire? <laughs> And Ted Theodore Logan. <laughs> yeah, I had to. I just take the extra long laugh and put that in. I'm leaving. No, you're not. Going to have the troops try to stop me. Zeta Squad is still loyal to it's me. It's like footsteps on slush. It's kind of watery. You won't take another step once you've heard the news I have to tell you. Go on. Impress. Sounds like walking in snow to me. I think it works. Yay! <laughs> I kind of chortle whenever she says that. My goo. <laughs> the cackling society rears its ugly head. Well, you can't have villains in this show if they don't cackle. Back at Aeroquest, Dixie had just informed... We need more wah-ah-ah-offs. Including the beast. <laughs> he wins, though, like, by default. <laughs> yes, I put, the, I, I put that in there, yes. Thank you, Max. <laughs> I was just listening to Paranoid Media yesterday. Matt Brewer is my hero. Wow, there's a blast from the past. Paranoid. No doubt. Close to the edit as well. Good songs. Mm. 
<laughs> yep, I'm old. You're only as old as who you feel. Hey, I ain't taking Geritol yet. Or something. <gasps> dun dun dun! Unheralded unveiling. And the way she said that just kind of stupefied. Very, very hey, short scene three. Mm. Kind of actually a shorter episode. Yeah, yeah it's pretty short. It's a bit of a shorter script, too, than usual. Yeah. But it moves. You know, well, I think the thing was, uh, this one and the next one, uh, initially I was trying to make into one episode. And um, they were going to be like... Uh, before the jump, I think initially, I don't know I, when I was working out the timing and the pacing of it, but I know that 38 and 39 were kind of combined into one story initially. And when I was writing this one, I realized that there was uh, this is a little bit shorter than usual, but if I had combined them, it would have been a lot longer, you know, than an average episode. And so I figured it was better to split them, and it gave me a better pacing and timing for everything after up through 50. So I decided it was better to split them this way. Good idea. And it works. Don't be a worse Bill. Come on. Um, it's Bill. Anyway. Those two with their <laughs> and yeah, Pete going off on this was nicely done. <laughs> yes, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> yeah, that was much better than what I initially had in the script. So way to go, Pete. Way to go, Jim, for picking that take. I gotta give all the credit to uh, to Pete on that one. Excellent performance. Yeah, he's an ad lib master. Comment. Comment. I'm commenting. 
Thank you for the comments. Hey, you know, I'm here to serve. I know people wanted to tune into this and listen to us be quiet. Everybody well, I'm sure they're listening they're just like us. Nice little pause here. Wait, what? Well, uh. Aha! Smitten, smitten. She said she was smitten. Kristen Bays as the Umket triplets. That was weird. You know, there's this. There's this groove that the cadence of this show gets into. And, uh. Yeah. Once, once I kind of found that cadence, it's, it's, it's so natural to time everything out now. Which is why it's so quick for me to put them together. Because I just kind of, as soon as I really got how that cadence worked, it was just like boom, 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 boom. boom. Yes, you get it. You get it. Good. (laughs) Oh, poor fortune. How many of those little squeaks did she send in? A surprisingly high number, actually. Uh, that's that's a conversation I've had with her several times, um, where if she's not quite sure uh, where anybody else is going to be coming from and the way they deliver their, their lines, she'll kind of give me, and you, obviously, uh, every possible permutation of how those lines will work with each other. Again, very pro. Thank you, Em. Keep sending them. <laughs> what a kiddo. This is Seth Adams. Yes, it is. Stay tuned next time as the big decisions are made. Only at PendantAudio.com. Yeah, those little descriptions of the next episode keep getting, like, short and short. Haven't had well, a long I don't want to give too much away, you know. There's only 12 episodes left now, so. <laughs> the last one will be, like, one word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be, like, craziness. Next time. <laughs> Yeah, that sizzling keeps breaking me. <laughs> sort of. Stay safe, America, and and I had to. Good night. Good grief, are you okay? Yeah, uh, Em and I decided to do a little uh, improv thing there. Oh yeah, Justin sent some. He sent in a whole slew of of little descriptions there, some of which will be in the blooper reel. But this, I thought, was the one that would uh, fit the best at the end of the episode. Yes. And this part. And that, dear listeners, is Dixie Stenberg, episode 38. Thank you all for joining us in this quite meaningful commentary. And Oof. we'll see you again, or hear you again, next month for episode 39! Hooray! Hooray! Thank you, sirs. And thank you, sir. And you, sir. 
And you, sir. And, and you, sir. And good night. Good night. Bye-bye.